Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on laptops, TVs, SIM-free phones, kitchen appliances and so much more. So, uh, Minister for Education Norma Foley is saying this morning that people should reconsider hosting and attending birthday parties or play dates for children uh, due to the spread of COVID-19. Who would be a child in pandemic Ireland? Uh, Minister Patrick O'Donovan is on the line. Minister of State, uh, good morning uh, to you. Um, Morning, Joe. So, put simply, was the government wrong? in the run-up to the 22nd of October when uh, the figures were rising on COVID numbers to open up further, especially the nightclubs, having had to effectively close them three weeks later? Uh, Well, first of all, if you look at how this virus is behaving in other European countries and in other countries around the world, I mean, day-to-day figures and week-to-week figures... um, you know, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna compare it between a month and a week, um, you know, it's like comparing apples and oranges. Um, this virus is, uh, you know, it doesn't behave in in a, in a, in a way in which we can forecast out to that length of time. Uh, so, you, if you look at countries like the Netherlands, Austria, France, Germany, um, they've all had to uh, respond in ways pretty similar to what we're having to respond to uh, here in Ireland. So what we're doing here is not unique. Um, Would you and accept I know, it is going backwards? Well, absolutely. I mean, like the, 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 the measures that were taken last night, nobody wants to take them. Uh, and I know, you know, opposition politicians have to try and score political points and best to look to them than, you know, for, for people who don't want to be um, in the position of going backwards, um, you know, they, they do seem to be getting some sucker from, from political politicians uh, who are trying to make political hay out of it. But the reality is those are politicians who don't have to have um, the interests of keeping intensive care units open, which are at the brink okay. of collapsing. Are you saying it wasn't a mistake by the government when the figures were well, rising to reopen on the 22nd of October? Well, the, the, the scale was, is totally different to a number of weeks ago where we're at now and uh, where we're at now is and you know i mean even looking at it from a limerick point of view um we have 100 beds more in our capacity in limerick this t- today than what we had this time last year had we not had that provision for instance to where we are now imagine where we would be um so you know it's easy for people to say oh well mistakes have been made um, a number of weeks ago, the reality is the figures are totally different and they'll be totally different maybe in two or three weeks' time. And, I, you know, I was listening to an earlier part of your discussion um, here on my computer, um, you know, the, the panel discussion that you're having. And I've had this conversation with you. Um, no government can change the metrics in this. The only people that can change the metrics in this are ourselves. And the only way in which the metrics can be changed is by behaviour. And, you know, somebody on an earlier program was comparing us to Israel. Like, I mean, you may as well be comparing us to the Bahamas. The midday temperature yesterday in Israel, I googled it before I came on, was 24 degrees. Israel is an outdoor country where everybody is, is fortunate that they can behave outdoors. Uh, we don't have that uh, benefit here in Ireland where it's damp, but, where it's windy but, and where it's cold. The only thing is, Mr. I mean, you'd accept that there are government figures who are talking about um, the third shot, the booster, and yeah. saying, look how effective it's been in Israel. So are you contradicting that yourself no, now? No, what I'm saying is that the, the, the third shot in isolation is one thing, but you have to also look at Israel's climate is totally different. 
Israel, the Israeli people can have the, have the benefit of being able to live practically outdoors where we have to, this time of the year, move indoors and where people are saying, well, you know, open the windows, open the windows and put on an overcoat. I mean, you, it, it isn't a practical thing to be able to say to people. Right, but can you explain to listeners who feel aggrieved about the fact that their interpretation of what the government is saying is, it's your fault, guys. Um, you're not doing enough when lots of them feel that they have continued to massively restrict their lives. Joe, we've all, everybody has restricted their lives and nobody has a monopoly on, you know, on anger in relation to this thing. We're all angry. I mean, a very good friend of mine uh, who has uh, canvassed with me at every election uh, was in touch with me the other day and he recounted to me how their lives have been torn asunder by this. Out of the blue, you know, his wife very healthy, no underlying condition, um, you know, went from Monday to Thursday, contracted COVID, um, and by Thursday is in intensive care battling for her life. Uh, so nobody has a monopoly in relation to being angry about this disease and how it plucks people out of obscurity and strikes them down. And is vac- this person is vaccinated. Um, okay. but, you know, well, can, I, can, I, can I ask you the nub of this then? Um, you know, we're going to see a full house at the Aviva Stadium next Sunday. 52,000 people. And we are telling people, for example, in the rest of society, you need to work from home. And in essence, you've got a few weeks, you do, each of us individually, to turn this around. Otherwise, we're going to have Christmas in lockdown. We're also telling people, you know, and I mean, we are using some stark messaging at the moment. And I mean, it uh, it is up to everybody now to realise that the messaging is really stark. Um, this time last year, we didn't have the benefit of a 97% vaccine uptake. But the reality is 50%, and I mean, I'm not a statistician, but I'm also not a fool. 50% of the people in, in intensive care are unvaccinated. And we have a major problem in this country. Uh, and, you know, this isn't, this isn't um, the government's line. This is Patrick O'Donovan's line. 50% of the people that are currently being taken up beds in Limerick and Waterford and Cork and everywhere else are unvaccinated. Uh, and we have a major problem in relation to that. But the reality uh, is yeah, there, and, and yet there 3% is 3% of the population that, are I know, unvaccinated. But there's, there's nothing that anyone listening to this programme with a personal responsibility message can do about that if no, they are fully vaccinated. And the other slight problem is, and I'm not saying you did this, but there were politicians out there, including in government, who were definitely giving the people uh, the impression that if they got the vaccine and were fully vaccinated, we would get our lives and freedom back. And here we are going into Christmas... And it feels to me, and I might be wrong, and I pray that I am, because I don't want this any more than anyone else, that the Taoiseach will be standing up in a few weeks' time saying, sorry, guys, further restrictions. You know, we, as he said last night, we gave you a shot at it. Well, there's two points I've been saying that. First of all, there were a group of politicians at the start. Some of them are local, who planted doubt in people's minds that the vaccines were dangerous. And some of those people have questions to answer as to why they did that without one screed of scientific evidence. They did that, and a lot of people took that doubt and that fear, and they didn't take up the vaccine. And those politicians have serious questions to answer as to why they did that for purely naked political opportunism without one scintilla of scientific backup. And a lot of innocent people didn't take up the vaccine because of this political ignorance that went out to capture votes, and those people did untold damage. That's the first point. The second point is... 
we do have a 97% uptake. And if we didn't have that, the highest rate in Europe, we would have a cataclysmic situation in Ireland at the moment. The third point, and there is a third point, we are getting to a situation where boosters will make a difference, and they're already making a difference because the, 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 the medically vulnerable are being kept out of hospital. And I spoke to the HSE about this this morning. But the reality is we do need to get a message through to the unvaccinated that it is safe to take it up. Now, we are seeing a spike in the number of people that are presenting themselves because the message is getting true. Okay, well, what, the, about the a, what about an Austrian... getting particularly sick. Right, what about an Austrian-style lockdown for the unvaccinated? Are you proposing that? Well, in a, per, in a personal capacity, the government, are, the government are not going down that line. But I raised this at a parliamentary party meeting. that The rest of us that have taken the vaccine, the rest of us, the 97% of us that have taken the vaccine, have provided something like an electric blanket to the country at the moment that have allowed uh, some semblance of opening up that those that have chosen for whatever reason, including the politically ignorant classes that have, have, have promulgated this, this rubbish um, uh, around Facebook and everything else, they, we have provided something of an electric blanket to, to allow the rest of the country to open up. And I think that if people are deciding to absent themselves from the rest of us and, 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 and carry this uh, virus around, if you want to do that, well, then you need to, that has to come at a price. And the price is that you should um, absent yourself from those of us that have chosen to take the vaccine. I should not have to go into somewhere uh, and, and put myself at risk from somebody who is deliberately choosing either to fraudulently take somebody else's covert cert around, which is the case, or, or, or more importantly, somebody who is deliberately choosing not to take the vaccine and put me or my family at risk. And I think that that is a, that is a um, genuine... And Joe, the, the, the oh, points that have been raised in my constituency office are that point. People are saying enough is enough. If people don't want to take the vaccine, that's fine, but they need to absent themselves from those of us that are. Right. And, and do you think realistically that all of the measures taken by government, what you're saying in terms of personal responsibility and everything else, will turn this around sufficient that excuse the pun, we won't have a cold turkey Christmas in lockdown. Joe, I, me and you have had uh, got umpteen conversations on this. True, yeah, yeah. And you cannot forecast this uh, because like uh, countries that uh, we have overtaken everybody on the hard shoulder, we started on a very uh, a poor trajectory thanks to the European Union and the mess they made of the procurement. But once we started out that and we were able to buy on our own bet uh, and once we got out from under the European Union's wing of, of purchasing and we were able to buy our own vaccines, uh, we, we overtook everybody else. Uh, um, uh, we've, we've greater financial support than any other European country. We, we are doing better in terms of um, support than any other European country. Um, and if you look at the stats in terms of how many right. people, unfortunately, so have saying, died in this country... you're saying ultimately you don't know, basically, is what you're telling me. Well, if we, could, yeah. if, we, yeah. if we could have forecast any of but this... You, you can appreciate where... I mean, I don't have to tell you. you can appreciate, the and, the then, and then, and then you have, have, then you have situations where there are a lot of people listening, and uh, you know, you'd be aware of this very well yourself, who still have unvaccinated households through no fault of anyone's because the children under 12 can't be vaccinated. And, and, and the minister listening. is telling now you know, they can't have birthday parties. You know, There's I people mean, listening to this as well, Joe, that, have, uh, that are bereaved. And I know people that are laying people to rest today who have died from COVID, that they contracted it inside in hospital uh, or they went in, uh, you know, and they contracted it inside because their immune system was suppressed and they were, and they were vaccinated. Um, so people are dying as a result of this still uh, in excess of 5,500 people. And we have to be conscious of the fact that people are being laid to rest still because of this. this. This disease is still taking people. 
in in County Limerick that are listening to this, and we need to yes. be conscious but, of that. But, but you'll be the first to admit that the level of sacrifice that we've all been asked to take at this stage has been incredible. I mean, we talk about the emergency. You and I didn't live through it. I imagine it was difficult. But these two years, they're pretty close to a match to it, if not, if they, they don't exceed it in terms of people's personal um, uh, liberties uh, having to be um, put in the position that they're in. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's tough stuff now. It is, but I mean, the, 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 the counter of that is the sacrifices that people are being made ask to sacrifice in terms of their personal liberties. The, 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 the other side, the flip side of the coin is the debt toll that would have been required in this country would have been enormous. So the government was left in a situation, you, you know, we all remember the Italian army literally bringing lorry loads of corpses out of nursing homes. Did we want that? Um, was the government's intervention proportionate? Do you, we remember the United Kingdom. We remember in New York, mass graves. We didn't get to that situation here. We made interventions here that were proportionate, um, you know, that were um, uh, fit for purpose uh, and ultimately made sure that while in excess of 5,500 people died, and there's a lot of people that have been left with life-limiting uh, changes to their, how they're going to, their lives are going to be changed. And there's serious mental health problems that are going to be left with legacies, not to mention um, the amount of people that have been, had elective surgeries and everything else cancelled and the, all of the problems that the HSE are going to have to uh, try to uh, uncover into the future. The reality is you look at other countries of a similar population to us and, and compare the debt tolls. And the reality is that we protected the maximum number of people in this country. Right. One other thing on a totally uh, unrelated matter, uh, Minister, Newcastle West-based company FilterTech have announced a significant investment today. Can you tell us a bit more? Yeah, so look at I mean, this is a company that has uh, for over 40 years uh, been a a mainstay of employment uh, in Newcastle West. It's a Chicago-based American-owned foreign and direct investment company in in Newcastle West, and they've they've made an investment supported by the idea of uh, two million euros in a R and D facility in Newcastle West. It's a it's a big investment in the company. Um, It's really about sustainability and in research and development, and it proves that they're uh, they're European foothold in the company is uh, something that they really value in terms of how their research and development their, their product and as well as that uh, their customers who, who would be all in the medtech sector and of course they've been really involved in the development of the manufacturing end of devices associated with the production of the vaccine which we're just after been speaking about is hugely important and it puts Newcastle West very much in the centre of their company so it's really good news for everybody associated with FilterTech there in Newcastle West and best of luck to them and congratulations to them it's a great news story Okay, Minister of State Patrick O'Donovan, uh, Limerick, Fianna Gael, TD. Thank you. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on laptops, TVs, SIM-free phones, kitchen appliances and so much more.